It's Tuesday, October 31st, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stocks posted solid gains Monday ahead of this week's central bank meetings, jobs data, and a highly anticipated borrowing announcement from the Treasury Department. Bouncing back from a difficult week when the S&P 500 and NASDAQ composite entered into corrections or declines of 10% from their recent peaks, all three major indices gained more than 1%, powered in large part by a rebound in shares of large technology companies. The Dow Jones Industrial Average led the way, rising 1.6%. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ advanced 1.2%. Despite the gains, Investors remained focused on the U.S. bond market, worried that surging Treasury yields could slow the economy and damp the appeal of riskier assets. In other news, testifying in the biggest U.S. antitrust case in a quarter century, Google CEO Sundar Pichai defended his company's practice of paying Apple and other tech companies to make Google the default search engine on their devices saying the intent was to make the user experience seamless and easy. The Department of Justice contends that Google pays off tech companies to lock out rival search engines to smother competition and innovation. According to court documents the government entered into the record last week, the payments came to more than $26 billion in 2021, a year in which operating expenses for Google's parent company, Alphabet, were nearly $68 billion. Google benefits from the deals because it makes money when users click on advertisements that pop up in its searches and shares the revenue with Apple and other companies that make Google their default search engine. The Justice Department sought to show that Google feared Apple might establish its own search engine and worried about losing talent to Apple. In world news, Israeli tanks and infantry temporarily seized control of a strategic road linking the Gaza Strip's north and south, a major advance that appeared aimed at encircling the enclave's biggest population center, Gaza City. The thrust through the center of Gaza marked the deepest push into Palestinian territory since Israeli ground troops entered the Strip late last week starting a new phase in its war to eradicate Islamist militant group Hamas following the surprise October 7th attacks. The Israeli military and Hamas said there were clashes between troops and militants Monday, and Israel said its forces had freed a soldier taken prisoner on October 7th in what appeared to be the first such rescue of a hostage in Gaza. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu defended the expanding ground operation in Gaza, saying the military pressure improved the chances of Hamas releasing more hostages. Back in the U.S., for the second year in a row, U.S. shoppers are seeing double-digit inflation in the candy aisle. Candy and gum prices are up an average of 13% this month compared to last October, more than double the 6% increase in all grocery prices, according to DataAssembly, a retail price tracker. That's on top of a 14% increase in candy and gum prices in October 2022. Consumers are changing what they buy. Numerator, a market research firm, said its surveys show about one-third of U.S. consumers plan to trade down to value or store brands when buying candy for trick-or-treaters this year. And 
the Massachusetts Institute of Technology was more highly recommended by its students than any other school in the Northeast in a survey conducted for the Wall Street Journal College Pulse 2024 Best Colleges in the U.S. ranking. MIT is followed by Williams College and Princeton University on this list, with Yale University and Iona University in a tie to round out the top five. The Wall Street Journal commissioned a survey of more than 60,000 college students and recent graduates conducted by College Pulse to gather their views on the learning environment at their school. As part of that survey, respondents ranked how highly they would recommend their college, the learning environment, student outcomes, and the diversity of a school's students and faculty were the three factors in the survey. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.